What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of In the Trenches here on the Post Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. I am Noah Hiles. Joining me for the final time of the season are Gavin Bartholomew and Jake Cradle. Guys, the season is complete. First things first, I just want to get your thoughts on this being the final episode. To start things off, I mean, have you guys enjoyed doing this show? Has it been fun? It'd be kind of awkward for me to ask you this question. And if you said, no, I hated it. And we have to do another 20 minutes of the show, but you know, what's this experience been like for you doing this show? You know, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed getting on here, just, you know, talking ball, talking pit football, kind of, you know, talking through the games, you know, you know, talking about the next game ahead and, and stuff like that and everything in between that. But I mean, it, I mean, it would have been better if we would have won a lot more games. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it was, it was a great experience to just talk to, kind of, you know, actually do a podcast. You know, see everyone, everyone doing podcasts nowadays, and you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience, and you know, hopefully, you guys can you know keep this going next year. You know, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I mean, like Cradle said, it'd be nice if we uh, won a little more games. It'd be more uh, exciting, I guess. I don't know more things to cover. But um, other than that, you know, having people on, like special guests, um, all the games we played, I thought that was, you know, great addition and a lot of fun. So, All right. So, guys, let's talk about uh, the season. Obviously, the season comes to a close. Pitt finishes 3-9. and nine. Um, I guess a question for both of you. If you had to pinpoint one specific thing that went wrong, and there's a lot that you could point to, what's, like, your biggest takeaway from this year as to why you think things went the way they did. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's exactly right to use injuries as an excuse, but, you know, I feel like, you know, you go back to camp, you know, we, I feel like we, uh, as an O-line, we had a, a really good, you know, top five with, you know, Matt Gonzalez, Ryan Jacoby, myself, Blake Sobovic and uh, Branson Taylor that, you know, we all live on, one street, hanging out all the time. Like, we had that chemistry there, and, you know, it was one thing after another. In camp, Jacoby goes down, you know. Then Matt goes down week three. And then after week three, I uh, get concussed for, you know, three weeks. And it was just, like, one thing after another where I think all year, I think we had probably ten different starting offense line culminations where we, we couldn't necessarily gel, which, I mean, I'll tell you, like, you know, being a center and being able to, you know, trust each guy to your left and right. Like you have to have that chemistry and really be able to be on the same page. And I'm not saying we all were on the same page with the the group we had out there, but it's definitely made it a lot harder. You know, guys with less experience, guys with some experience, and I think uh, that kind of you know threw a little wrinkle in there. And um, we just in title that we didn't execute well. Like that that was that's a known thing. Like when we look at it, like our our execution was extremely low. And when you when you don't execute, you're not gonna put you're not gonna put up yards, you're not gonna put up points. So that's kind of my review of the, I guess the offense of why we struggled this year. Yeah, I mean to add on to what he said, obviously injuries is a big one. Um I feel like that kind of took us out of the game a little bit um up front for lineman wise. Um it was tough to get the offense going at times, but you know, we just gotta make we just had to do what was uh best and you know, make the best of what we had. So um, you know, injuries wasn't great and then um, you know, I, I felt like sometimes at times uh, rotating quarterbacks was a little tough, um, you know, week to week, um, different game plans, you know, some quarterbacks adapt differently and um, lead an offense differently and, you know, in the inside the huddle. So a lot of things, I mean, were a little different like mouse turds, but, you know, it wasn't 
wasn't crazy. So at the end of the day, you know, we just got to execute. So <clears throat> the season comes to a close. Just take take me through what this past week has been like for the both of you. Sunday morning, your offensive coordinator gets fired. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've heard that a lot of your teammates kind of found out that news through, you know, reporting, not word of mouth. Like it, it just kind of happened out of nowhere. Um, and then I, I know that Pat has talked about how there's going to be individual meetings with everyone on the team. And uh, obviously some of your teammates have entered the portal. Just can you just take me through what these past four or five days have been like since the season ended? Uh, just all of it. Because you've never really been in a spot where your season ended after week 12. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been it's been kind of crazy because, like we, like I said, I think before, like we've never been in this uh, this spot. You know, we're come December, like we're not bull prepping. We're not, you know, kind of in the whole like gear. Like, hey, we still have a football game to gear up for. You know, it's kind of like you know, we had, I guess, like you said. I think. I mean, I found out through Twitter. I think, I think you reported it. Like, I'm like, damn, I you know didn't even see it and. And I'm like, well, that's that's just crazy, you know. And then um, we come in Monday for a team meeting, kind of talking about just the schedule for December and stuff. And then you just hear within the locker room a bunch of guys like thinking about entering the portal and stuff. And it's just it's just the wild wild west, you know, with nil transferring and stuff like that. So it's been, you know, for me, it hasn't been as crazy because I'm I'm kind of done now. But um, you know, for our guys guys like Gavin, I'm sure you know he can speak on it, what what it is. But um. No, it's just it's nuts. It's uh, it's gonna be crazy, and it's probably gonna get crazier throughout the next, you know, two three weeks. Yeah, I feel like the week after the season is definitely the most chaotic and like most interesting week. Um, just because, you know, coming up towards the end of the season, I feel like you got guys in the locker room that like have an idea of what they're doing because like guys communicate throughout the season. If like shit start hitting the fan, like you know they're gonna be like, oh, like you know maybe we gotta get out of here, like maybe we should stick it out. So it's a lot of that you know, chit chatting and then um like Cradle mentioned, you know, trying to see who's what coaches are coming back, you know, like everyone saw Coach Sig is out. Um unfortunately, you know, he was a great guy, but um, you know, we're gonna be getting a new OC. So um some guys might not like that, some guys might. So I mean the portal's gonna be uh it's gonna be crazy, you know, so it already is. So on the note of the portal, Jake, I just have a question I want to ask you. You played six years for one school. I don't know how many players in college football are going to be able to say that moving forward. Just A, because mm. of the COVID eligibility. Obviously, you could still have six years of eligibility if you get an injury red shirt and you red shirt. But in considering, I mean, how many games did you start in your career? 40? I think I was 46. 46? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how many players at a Power 5 school are going to start 46 games in one spot and not transfer. Would you agree with that? Do you think if you started your career now in, in the the prime of the NIL era and you were starting as a freshman and a sophomore and you had people knocking on your door and saying, hey, we can give you a nice little chunk of change to come take your talents over here. Do you, do you think you still would have stayed at Pitt for as long well, as you did? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. I would – I, you know, as much as I'm a pit man and want to stay here, you know, finish my degree and all that stuff. If people are knocking on my door, you know, throwing some big numbers around, I, I'm going to entertain it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and just, you know, 
stay here for free essentially you know if i was if i was in that spot and i would at least you know tell Pitt like hey like match it or you know get close to it you know because you know that's that's one thing it's a business like i mean you, you see coaches all over college football nowadays hey if they're getting three million dollars more from an sec school usually they're going to take it they're not going to stay at the same school and you know make less i mean that's kind of like how us that's why i'm saying like this nil is it's a wild wild west it's it's free agency and it's like that you know the nfl it's just free agency and that's where um I think, like I said in the podcast last week, like it's it's great that you know Pitt has this collective. You know they can retain players. You know you can retain your top players, and you know bring in some other players, and you know pay the guys that you think are deserving of it. So, yeah, I mean to answer your question, I would definitely have entertained it. I don't know if I would have jumped in the portal. I would have tried to stay here if you know if the offer was right, but definitely I would have uh, explored my options. Let me just ask you both this. Because, um, Gavin, you you came in right in the beginning of this NIL era. H- have you noticed a jump up in the rumored money? Where it, feel, it felt like a couple years ago, if you went into the portal, you didn't really know how much you could get. But it, feel, it feels like now dudes know, hey, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm getting talked to, if, if School X is reaching out to my agent, I can assume it's going to be at least this much. Is there, is there a better idea? Is the money kind of a little bit more clearer now than it was a couple of years ago when this whole portal NIL combination began? Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like it definitely is because I feel like, you know, like when uh, other schools are talking to your agents and stuff like that, it's like, it's a big commitment to get in the portal. Right. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. depending on like where you are, I mean, I know, some coaches aren't huge on guys going into the portal and then letting them come back. So um, it's a big commitment. So I feel like if you were to enter the portal, like these coaches, they got to give you a pretty clear number on what, what they're going to give you. So like expectation wise, like you have an idea, like a ballpark. So um, yeah, I definitely say it's a lot more clear. Um, It's a lot more money getting thrown around too. So um, yeah, there's a lot of money getting thrown out there. Um, Agents talking to everyone. So yeah. And Jake is someone who, played half of your career before this wasn't even a thing. Do you ever sit back and just kind of jo- – does your jaw just drop thinking about these number figures that are getting – I mean, Matt Rule said the other day that to get a good quarterback in the portal, you're paying over a million dollars. Yeah. Does that just blow your mind? <laughs> yeah, honestly, it does. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, I – you know, I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, I wish I was, you know, two years younger. You know, I wish I was, you know – going into my fourth or fifth year instead of my, uh, you know, no eligibility left, but uh, yeah. <laughs> just, you know, seeing, just seeing what the guys are getting. I mean, it's, it makes me happy because I feel like it's, it's deserving. It's, it's what they should be getting, you know, it's what we should be getting all along, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's awesome for them. I mean, I'm excited to see, you know, hopefully they get really taken care of. I mean, I understand, you know, some people don't want college kids taken care of, you know, they say all oh, their education is paid for and all that stuff, but like, I'll tell you, if you if people knew how my body felt every uh, Sunday morning, they they'd realize, hey, this is this money, this compensation is, you know, truly, truly deserving, and you know, it's 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 well needed because I mean, kids got we got to take care of our bodies, and it's it's not free. I mean, we can only get so much at the facility, but you know, you want to go out and get massages and stuff like that, and your body taken care of. You need paid, and that's where uh, I think you know everyone's getting compensated well, and you know, I'm excited to see it, you know keep increasing, you know, throughout the next couple of years. Let me ask you guys this. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I never played a college sport, but I obviously I covered it when I was in college and I, I was friends with a lot of guys on the teams. And 
I feel like even back when I was in college, which wasn't long ago, probably a, about a decade ago, um, which, man, that makes me feel old. Uh, <laughs> there would be resentment for people who would transfer. It was like, well, you're not with us. Then you're against us. I don't know if that resentment still exists in college locker rooms now. I, I feel like it's, it's more understood. Do you feel like there will be resentment toward guys like Bengali or Brandon George or DeAndre Jules? Or is it, un, is it kind of understood? It's like, hey, man, you fulfill your commitment here. Now you're going to go. It's like you took a job elsewhere. Good, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're I mean, you're hundred percent right there. It's there's no resentment. I mean, I remember when Jordan went and got whatever he got. Like I, I was I was happy for the guy. Yeah, I wish I would have he would have stayed here and played and you know, we won another conference championship and shit like that. But then Dave, if, if he's gonna get paid, you know, whatever the rumored amount was of three to five million dollars, like good for you. Like you're taking care of your family, yourself, you know, and everyone else that you know you take care of and that's I couldn't, I couldn't fold him one bit. And these guys that are into the portal now, I mean, that's, that's just, that's what NIO is, you know? And if that's what they're going, if that, if that's why they're leaving, then that's, you know, that's our fault. If we wanted to keep them, we should have retained them, but we didn't. So, you know, that's, you know, good luck to them. And I hope they do extremely well. I mean, that's, there's no uh, hard feelings for anyone that leaves. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it's all love. Um, I mean, we're all brothers. We've been, battling together for three, four years, whatever it is now. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business um, thing. So, I mean, you got to do what's best for you and your family. And, you know, no one's going to look at you funny or judge you something like another way. So, yeah. And you know what? People didn't even consider. Maybe Jordan transferred for a better education, you know, like right. at, at Southern Cal. Maybe they have a good program for what he was studying, right? So, no, (laughs) I got one more question I want to ask the both of you. But before we do, let's get into both of our ad reads. We'll have Jake do his ad read first, then Gavin, and then we'll do one question, and that will bring an end to season one of In the Trenches. In the Trenches is brought to you by the one place in Pittsburgh where you can caffeinate and create, Brushton Beans Cafe in Murraysville. At Brushton Beans Cafe, you can enjoy delicious latte, cappuccino, cold brew, and much more while relaxing and creating your very own masterpiece. For more information, visit our website at www.brushesandbeanscafe.com or give them a call at 724-610-3782. This segment is sponsored by Rendine Consulting, helping company staff integrate and optimize their technology systems. Call 412-965-5933 for your technology needs. All right, so I've kind of kicked this can around all show. Gavin, there's obviously an elephant in the room we have to address. Uh, I'm a journalist, so I have to ask the tough questions. I take no privilege in asking this, but um, how's your ankle feeling? Good. Feels yeah, really good. That, that's what everyone wants to know about you, right, is, is your ankle. Yeah. That's, that's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but so in all seriousness, I want to ask you both what your futures look like. Uh, because I think they're, they're both conversations to be had. And, and Gavin, I'm not asking you. Obviously, this is a decision. Um, I mean, if there is a decision to be made, regardless, <clears throat> that I, I, as someone who covers college athletes, I understand that that's your news to break. I'm, yeah. in a, I'm, in, I'm, paid in the biz, I'm in the business of breaking news. But when it's talking about a college kid's future, this is the biggest decision they're ever ma- going to make, or one of them. I'm going to allow them to make that decision. I just want to kind of 
get where your head's at. Is, is there a decision to be made? Are, are people looking at you? Are other schools looking at you? Is there any consideration? Um, you know, I'm taking in everything right now, um, looking at all my options. Um, there's definitely been some other schools out there that have um, looked at me and, um, you know, showed some interest. So um, right now I'm just talking it over with my family, um, you know, just trying to think of what's best for me and my future um, to get me where I want to go, which is the NFL. So, you know, whatever's going to get me there and, um, you know, help me get there is going to be uh, my ultimate decision. So. So my alma mater, Mount Union, I'm, I'm working on starting a collective. They will be reaching out. Uh, I don't know if you want to play D3 for your final college season. I feel like that might be not the best move for you, but we I, – I don't know what you're getting NIL-wise. It will probably be less. But we could continue the podcast if you stay here at Pitt or if you go to Mount Union, just giving you some other options. I like that. Um, I like that. What, what's this process while you're weighing your options? What's this like? Are you stressed or is it just kind of – yeah. You know, like, hey, like, I can't go wrong here or no. I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, in a way, it's like a win-win for me. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, the most stressful decision ever. Because um, it's kind of like recruitment all over again, but, like, almost harder because you're already home. So it's, like, I don't know. It's just a tough situation, and it's it's a big decision, and it's uh, a lot of things I got to think about and uh, consider. So. so I don't want to put a date on your announcement, but do you think by this time next week, we'll know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, you should. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to it. That'll be, that'll be exciting. I'll be, I'll be, and, and, you know, some people think, you know, I have inside information with these two guys just because I do a show with them. They've been steel traps all year long. There have been numerous mm-hmm. times where they're like, how did you know that when we get on, uh, you look at Gavin flexing. So, um, <laughs> while I, I, I look forward to hearing more about both of their individual journeys, I, I legit have no idea what they're going to do here. And I look forward to finding out. So on that note, Jake, um, I noticed that you did not post an NFL draft declaration <laughs> graphic. Um, never understood why some of those were made when it's, the only option, but are you going to try out for the NFL? Yes, are you going to give I, that a go? I will be declaring for the, the draft and, uh, you know, breaking news. Yeah. news. <laughs> no, nah, but I honestly, I'm going to, my, my plan is to stay here. Um, probably train with uh coach stack and, and his staff. And, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, other guys like Gabe stay here and it really work out and, you know, finish my MBA this uh, spring semester. I have six more credits left and, uh, just, you know, see, see where everything what happens, you know, and that's the thing that's, but yeah, it's funny you say that. Cause I was, I was telling Gavin, I'm like, what, like, where else are we declaring to? Like, we have no more eligibility. <laughs> like, the Jake, workforce you should, or. You should make your announcement on a notes app. Just type in like, I'm going to try to play pro football. Jake <laughs> cradle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shout so out the pit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's funny. But um, no, yeah. So it's, it's going to be good. So I'm, I'm super excited and see what happens. All right, guys. Um, as we wrap up, I just want to take a, <clears throat> a second. I'm not getting choked up. I just had some fun. Don't think I'm getting that emotional. Uh, as we wrap up, I just want to take some time to tip my hat to both of you. Uh, and I've said it before on this show. <clears throat> now, now I am getting emotional. Now I'm just kidding. Um, but this season has had to suck for you. You both got injured. You only won three games. Obviously, the offense was a tough 
thing to be a part of this year. And every week you two showed up and talked about it. And you gave an inside look into your locker room when I'm sure there were times there were some things you had to dance around going on in that locker room. Um, and, and you guys brought the energy, you brought ideas, you brought fun. I, I had a fun time doing this. It made my job easier. Uh, knowing that when I sent this link, you both are going to be excited to come on and do this show. Um, and, and I hope I can do something like this again with, you know, Gavin, if you're around or just another pit player. And, and, and again, it's not like the inside access. It's just, I think it's just a cool thing for pit fans to, to get more than five minutes every now and then with two starters where a whole bunch of recorders are around. I think this show, despite the poor season that took place went really well. And I hope you guys feel the same way. hundred percent. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So with that all being said, we'll all be tuned in to see, you know, what happens next here with pit football. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. You can follow all of the post gazettes coverage at post gazette.com. We'll have, Plenty of sports content on this channel as well, including pit athletic stuff. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and keep it locked in as we'll have all of your Pittsburgh sports coverage at post-gazette.com. Take care. Thank you for checking out this content from Post-Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post-Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.